Hey, skeleton crew, this is Patrick from Diggin' Bones. Um, do you like that? Skeleton crew? Uh, that's what we're going to call our listeners, I think. So, um, yeah, own it. Embrace it. <laughs> I don't know. It was better than, like, boners or bonesians. Uh, skeleton crew works. Anyway, uh, Kitty and I are off this week for Memorial Day weekend. But uh, I wanted to do kind of a clip show of our previous episodes. Um, We're spending a lot of time having fun, learning about things, not just talking about the plots of Bones, but also using it sort of a launching point for our curiosity. So if you haven't listened to some of the back episodes, uh, I'm just going to give you a taste here. And uh, yeah, enjoy. We'll be back next week with a new episode, and um, we'll hope to see you then. All right. Uh, let's start out here with episode one, and I'm just going to highlight some of the best moments. All right, enjoy. But, uh, we also want to talk about, uh, the science, because I think both of us, um, you know, we're very curious people. For sure. We're very learning oriented people. Mm -hmm. And so as we go through this, I think there's a lot of good science that, that they, they drop a lot of good information Mm -hmm. um, and we can explore it a little bit together. And this episode, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the big, the big clue was um, about diatomaceous earth. Yep. And I'm a huge fan of this stuff, you guys. Kitty, where have you used diatomaceous earth? Well, I have used it in the garden. Um, well, specifically, very close to our house. Mm-hmm. We had made um, a mistake of putting a wood pile very close to our house because right. we thought it would be super cool to be able to open the window and grab a piece of wood um, for our fire inside. <laughs> Which it was super cool for Mm -hmm. a moment. And then the ants came. Right. Um, So that's where I used it for the first time. I've also used it on slugs, actually, Mm -hmm. now that I think about it. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel bad for loving it so much because it's really a torturous way for the creatures to die. Yeah. Um, It's chopped up. It's not oyster shells, but it's no. sea creature shells. What kind is it? It's not chopped up. Okay. That's the interesting thing. Okay, tell me more. Um, diatomaceous earth, um, also called diatomite. Okay. Keep that in your mind. That's going to be... Is that useful? That's going to be important later. Mm. Um, diatomite, it's also known as sea light, or if you're German, mm. because a German discovered it, turns out, gotcha. it's... Kieslager. Kieslager. And I don't know how to speak German, so I probably totally murdered that. Um, What it is, they they qualify it as a rock. They say Mm -hmm. it's a a silly, it sounds like salacious, but it's siliceous. Right. Siliceous sedimentary rock Mm -hmm. that... um, is sort of an off-white uh, powder. It's made from uh, when diatoms. They, when they when they find it, is it a is it clumped together or is it, oh, it is, is it a powder? Clumped together. 
Okay. Yeah, I think it is clumped so together. It's a, and I do think they need to to crumble to it. To crumble it, okay. Um, but it's made out of diatoms, which are So I'd imagine, though I don't know. Fossilized, hard-shelled microalgae. So they're oh, okay. not... They're not sea creatures per mm-hmm. se. They're, they're microalgae is, is how they're, they're classified. Did you and say they were diodes? Diatomes. Diatomes. Yeah. And diatomes, have you ever seen like a full, like a, like a regular diatome? Not that I'm aware they're of. They're gorgeous. Oh, yeah. They're gorgeous. I'm going to show you a picture. Um, and I know this is an auditory. Google it, friends. Google diatomes, and you have these beautiful pictures. Can you see them? Oh wow! They're kind of spirally. They got like seashell yeah. shapes. To so they them. look like sand dollars. Some of them do, and some of them look like starfish. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them look like green beans. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of variety. Yeah. A lot of variety in these things. I think there might be a screw in there. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. And they're um and they're just sort of this they kind of occur sort of in this pattern. They grow kind of in this like snowflake type pattern almost. Okay. Um in, in the way the... that they grow. All right. And they're like little jewels uh-huh. almost. So that's that's really cool. They can be, uh, let's see, the size is pretty extraordinary. They can be um, ranging from more than three millimeters, mm-hmm. uh, which is something that you could see, mm-hmm. to less than one micrometer. Wow. Typically 10 to 200 micrometers. Teeny weenies. Yeah. Tiny, tiny. Um, the stuff about this is what makes it so good at absorbing liquids is because they're, they're creatures that, that sort of grow in this snowflakey type of way. Mm -hmm. They're super porous. Mm -hmm. So they can suck up and filter, uh, a lot. That's why they're used for filters. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, they say each deposit of diatomaceous earth is different, um, and you know sometimes there's different clays and minerals that are combined with them when you when you dig them up. Um, it was originally discovered in 1936 or 37. We don't know for sure mm-hmm. <laughs> by a German peasant. It's wild that they just like straight up call him a German peasant. Well, gosh, I wonder, was he like farming and came into pond to put a he large deposit? He was of it? sinking a well. Oh, okay. As a matter, as a matter of fact, mm-hmm. and that's how we found it. So most but of how the diatomaceous he, earth. Did he know all of its? No, I don't. I don't know how he how he sort of came to discover the the qualities of it, um, but. You know, after he pulled it up, they they found some pretty good applications mm-hmm. to it to it right yeah. away. I mean, it kills a lot of bugs, and it was mostly, I mean, for the first uh, they say until World War Two, so from eighteen thirty six until, excuse me, World War One. Okay, this is a long period of time. Mm-hmm. So what is that? Almost a yeah, it's almost a hundred years. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it was pulled primarily out of those deposits in Germany. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, there have been other deposits. Some are in uh, North America. There is some in Florida. There's some in Nevada. Um, <clears throat> but they're all over the world. Um, Colorado. Mm-hmm. Uh, Germany, Poland, um, <laughs> and the uh, the Isle of Wight in the UK is also is also where you find it. All right, so let's come back to the diatomite mm-hmm. name. Does everybody remember that? Patrick asked us to keep it in our mind. <laughs> so early early usage of diatomaceous earth. Um, was in 1866 when Alfred Nobel, you know that name, Mm -hmm. uh, the name behind the Nobel Prize, discovered that you could mix nitroglycerin, Uh nitroglycerin, nitroglycerin, you could mix, (laughs) you could mix nitroglycerin with man. With uh, with diatomite uh-huh. to make it more stable mm-hmm. for for transport and use because nitroglycerin <laughs> man that's awful nitroglycerin in, in its in its liquid form is famously unstable. Right. Um, diatomaceous earth stabilizes it, and he called his uh, he called his invention dynamite. And that's that. So from the diatomite, you oh, get dynamite. M, G, right. Um. This is where people get STDs because they are not patient. Right. Yeah. Calm down. Calm down. Yeah. Wait for your choice. Yeah. <laughs> so Angela is pushing bones um, right into Booth's. But arms he's not available though he isn't but we walk into his house we do and he that's he, when we learn he's not quite as available as we thought he was and he walks to the door and he's got his shirt first shirtless moment yep. hello booth didn't take very long no nope. at all right into episode two david borean still ripped from his angel days sure yep how many times did you have a shirt off in, in uh, Angel? It was more often than not, if I recall correctly. I feel ripped like... and sort of slightly off. Yeah. Oh, or open. Always, or he's he was like, mostly open. Or he's just getting it on or just yeah. getting it off. I was, I was, watching, um, I was watching Buffy. Uh, I'd started end of last year. Mm-hmm. And I got into the second season. And he has it off a lot yeah like buffy's always coming over to his place and it's like he's got a shirt like hanging halfway hanging off of one shoulder i mean part of it is because that is i mean no offense david but it's this best feature like his face yeah it's kind of (laughs) bland i don't it is there's nothing super special about it's pretty unique it's boring well come on you can can pick david boreans out of a lineup he's a handsome dude it's not just like some butterface are you calling him a butterface i'm calling him like a margarine (laughs) 
The gee face? I don't know. <laughs> like, it's just... Margarine face. He's no Benicio del Toro. He's not, he doesn't have anything like... There's no dimples. Right. His lips are just kind of like flat white man lips. And it's just... Oh, my God. There's like nothing well, super fantastic I don't think it face. really matters like how popular this podcast gets. <laughs> David Boreans is never going to come on. Thanks. Well, I don't know. That's fine. <laughs> that's, that's fine. Super fine with me. Okay. I mean, like, I'm proud oh, of him. He made a great career for himself taking his shirt off. But, like, he's kind of a one-trick pony. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we got a long ways to go. And you're always you're already I'm laying super this critical down. Of this guy. That's that's intense. Uh, maybe I've just you know I've seen him a lot what, with the Buffy Angel mm-hmm. and Bones. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're just done with them. I might be, but okay. we've, I'm not done with him clearly because no. we have a lot to go. Yeah, we can just edit all this out. That's <laughs> <laughs> all right. We're keeping it in. David's gonna know how you feel. I'm okay with that. I'm secure enough in our relationship not to need David as a backup plan. <laughs> I wasn't imagining you would be a backup plan. Well, you seem awfully worried. What? No, I'm not worried. About I'm how David like, feel. Well, yeah, because I would love to have him on the show someday. All right, we'll edit it out. He'll never Or he'll come on the show and just start tearing me apart. Oh, so you put on a pound or two after the baby, huh? <laughs> Did you know him before the baby? I don't know. <laughs> no. I guess not. Okay. All right. All right. So <laughs> he puts his shirt on. Uh, and yeah. And then out comes, uh, out comes Tessa. Tessa? Yeah. Who's got a tit out? She straight up has one out. Yeah. I mean, not she's wearing a brassiere, y'all. Yeah. But lacy, very lacy. Like it's common courtesy to hide your tits when you're being introduced to somebody. <laughs> yeah, first time. First time. Yeah. Yeah. Let me just get it back in under the shirt. Let nope. me just maybe not come out in only a shirt in the first place. Right. You know, it's like, oh, guests are here. Guests are here. Let I'll put the shirt on and leave my out. left breast out. <laughs> And not put pants on. You don't get fully dressed in that situation? No, you sh- or you just don't come out. Or you just don't at come all. out. You hide. That's what I would do. Yeah. But it's just me. You would hide. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I probably would too. I would at least put some pants on, you know? Yeah, a pair of boxer shorts. Come on, Tessa. Come on. But Tessa's really... And I think both of us are are rabbit hole chasers. We are. And in different ways too. So <laughs> the fact that we're writing a book together. Yeah. Gets a little <sighs> can get a little weird. There's gonna be a whole tunnel system in that book. Oh, man. It's, it, there is going to be, for sure. For sure. Um what is the what is the motto for this school? Oh, I will tell you. It is Omnia Mia Mecum Porto. Wow. Now, Booth thinks it means... It could be Mecum Porto. Booth thinks it means uh, 
dummies stay out or something like that. <laughs> right. But it actually means I carry with me all my things. Now, where does that come from? Um, according to Wikipedia, because mm-hmm. I only did a very quick research on this, it came, it is said to be quoted of uh, Bias of Priam, who is one of the seven sages of Greece, which I did not have time to research, but oh. um, I'm super interested. So hopefully I get time at one point. No promises, though. Time keeps running away. Um, anyway, they seemed to be his final words as he left town, uh-huh. his hometown. And his meaning was that he carried his wisdom and his character with him uh-huh. instead of a bunch of material stuff. Uh-huh. And so basically, it was a super punk rock, minimal- minimalist mic drop. Right. right. Nice. I don't need your shit, motherfuckers. Boom. I'm out. Me. Yeah, and what was his name? Uh, Bias of Prian. Bias. Mm-hmm. And people were like, Bias, where are you going? Mm-hmm. You, how are you going to live? How are you going to live? You need this pot here. <laughs> you got to take this pot with you, yo. <laughs> you got to take this ashtray. This, is it like, like, <laughs> this is basically, he's the opposite of the jerk. <laughs> the antithesis of the jerk, right? <laughs> That's exactly right. He's, he's leaving going... All I have, all I need is in my head. Exactly. It's all, it's got, all up got here. got my knowledge. My got, wisdom. And my character. Yeah. Yeah. That's all you need. It's a very interesting motto for a very, you prestigious, know. Prestigious. Richie Richardson <laughs> school. Yeah. But maybe that, I mean, maybe that's and the point they're trying to get judgmental. across. Exactly. Well, yeah. And it could be that, you know, you put it there because that's the point you're trying to get across to these very, you know, important um, you know, kids. Yeah, is that you know the All world the is things that you've been given, right? Aren't that important? Yeah, what's important is, is, the, is what knowledge. you learn here. Yeah. I mean, granted, I think this is a great motto for any school, right? You know, not just for like a rich kid school, but Mm-mm. you know, how great to have it. All you else. need, exactly. Yeah. All you need is knowledge, right. right? I love it. And unfortunately. It doesn't really play into the life of the school. Not at all. No. But do do mottos usually. <laughs> no. No, no. Uh, the... All right. So that's just a little taste of what we've been doing here on Diggin' Bones. Um, I hope you enjoyed sort of a little look back at uh, our first few episodes. Um, we put them up uh, every Tuesday. Um, and a little Easter egg for you is that when Bones first premiered, um, it actually aired on Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Now, I haven't been publishing the episodes at 8 p.m. just because, I mean, uh, I don't know. Who's got time to schedule that and all that stuff? But uh, it's kind of a neat accident that we actually started uh, publishing our podcast on the days that Bones was originally out on uh, on Fox on Tuesdays. So, Skeleton Crew. <laughs> I, I still don't know if that's... Well, maybe Skeleton... Well, maybe we'll think of something else. Um, but anyway, hey, thanks for, uh, thanks for listening. And uh, thank you for subscribing to uh, uh, to our project at marriedmystery, all one word, dot substack, dot com. Um, we uh, just released a second excerpt from our novel. Uh, we just released that on Sunday. It's a pretty meaty read. It's about a 15-minute read, uh, according uh, 
to the uh, Substack app. Uh, it introduces Mickey's sidekick, Leo. So if you haven't had a chance to read it, please uh, please check it out. Um, it is for paid subscribers. We are keeping those excerpts uh, for paid subscribers only. So uh, if you haven't uh, uh, hooked up, hooked yourself up with a um, with a subscription, um, that will be uh, uh, out of your reach. Um, but there is also uh, an option for uh, a seven day free trial if you want to just look back at the first two excerpts, see if that's something you want to do. Um, also, uh, note that benefits for subscribers include uh, having a character named after you in our book. Um, for foundational uh, uh, subscribers, we are also offering uh, first editions of the book, when and uh, if, uh, but more when we get it published. And um, there will be more exclusive content for paid subscribers in the future. Um, we're actually thinking about uh, doing some short stories that revolve around the origin stories of Mickey's cadre of dogs uh, that she has. Um, so, so that's pretty fun. Um, anyway, that's it. Hey, thanks for listening to Digging Bones. Thank you for subscribing. Please, uh, please go ahead and follow us on your on your podcast uh, player of choice. Um, leave a review, uh, leave a rating that will help us uh, continue to spread the good work of, of Diggin' Bones. And um, we, again, we truly appreciate you uh, for, for being involved and for uh, being a part of our journey. So thank you again, and uh, we'll see you next week. Hope you have a good one. Bye-bye. <laughs>